Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Serve Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National Kidney Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. On this episode, we will be speaking with Lysandra Saldivar, who is serving as an AmeriCorps member with Public Allies Racing Kenosha at Focus on the Community. And so, Lysandra, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, doing good, trying to rearrange the whole day with our little snowstorm. <laughs> Completely changes everything once everything is canceled and everybody's at home. Right, yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you talking about your service with us. For sure. I'm so excited. A little nervous, but I'm most part excited. <laughs> well, great. Could you just start off by telling us a little bit about your AmeriCorps service with Public Allies Racine Kenosha? Yeah, so we started back in September and it was kind of back when the COVID cases weren't as bad. So we were still able to hold a few socially distanced meetings. And I remember going into our core week and meeting everybody that would be essentially in our cohort. I remember thinking, okay, I can have a conversation with everybody, I think. I totally get it. And keep in mind that our cohort started off as 10 people. So it's not the biggest group, but definitely enough for, I felt like to have personal connections with everybody. And since then, we've been having a lot of with our Friday trainings. If it permitted, we'd go out into the community and help out different nonprofit organizations through our service days. And that is one of my favorite things to do, because just to get out into the community, find an organization. A lot of the times I had no idea was even in my community. I remember going into, I believe, the Mahogany Gallery in Racine, and we were helping out with his gallery, putting up paintings. And I'm like, how have I not known that this was here, right? And I've grown up in Racine my whole life. So it's looking into finding these other resources and finding people who are so willing to like talk to us about in like Mahogany Gallery, for example, the owner just kind of deep dived into the history of the paintings and what he does for a living. And it was so, for the lack of a better term, like inspirational and it's just like okay there's been multiple points during my service so far where I've had reassurance uh, those reassuring moments of like this is what I want to do I feel like I'm in the right place that's fantastic and it's so great to, on those days we'll go and explore new parts of the community that you didn't have that exposure to in the past and help not only learn about them but also be able to help make a difference in the community by helping them out as well yes yeah and so Lissandra this year you're serving at focus on the community so could you you tell us a little bit about what your day-to-day service looks like there. My nonprofit is focused on community. We're a substance abuse preventative program. So usually it's log in into my worktop. I start prepping for the day. So what I do at Focus, I'm a program facilitator. The first couple of months was me learning about all the programs Focus on Community holds. So we do family game nights where we go to the school district elementary schools. And we go usually after school in the afternoon where students sign up, they bring their family. We serve them a meal. They sit together as a family, have that meal, Have we give them conversations starters and then you know we give them a board game they all play games together the 
take the board gate home. So it's kind of reinforcing that family structure. So that's one of the programs that I've been able to attend and getting to know. Another one is Life Skills, which is my main program right now that I'm involved in, where facilitators go through trainings and through this curriculum of different lessons, we go into either fifth, sixth, or seventh grade classrooms, and we teach the students life skills. So that's like building self-image, talking to them about peer pressure, talking to them about, you know, the dangers and the facts about drinking, vaping, smoking, and hopefully giving them skills and knowledge that they take and grow up with to make better decisions in life. So hopefully preventing that substance abuse practices that we kind of see around in our communities. That's my big thing that I've been really involved in and really, really excited to be to be a part of. So I've believe this semester I have about, let's see, three schools, nine classes in total. So my days usually consist of building lesson plans and finding interactive activities to keep the students engaged in my lesson. And a lot of the times it's practicing out loud my lessons. I know it's a classroom full of fifth graders and I'm the, you know, I'm the adult in the classroom, but still it's a little nerve wracking to be, my audience is still like fifth graders. So doing a lot of that, collaborating with the other facilitators that are part of Focus. So they usually help me out, give me any tips, and they're always there when I, if I need any help to make my lesson plans or to maybe get an idea off the ground that I maybe want to incorporate in the classroom. That's wonderful. And so it sounds like your service has a combination of doing a lot of community planning for events and then some other direct service part where you're just like jumping straight into the classes. It's very fun. Very rewarding, actually. So I love it. And then with the community planning pieces, are there some other parts that you guys are developing that you're going to be working on throughout the rest of your service? I have a few service objectives throughout my service. One of them is I'm helping focus, develop a policy to ensure that we have Spanish materials like Spanish translated materials for the programs because of a lot of the schools that we work are bilingual and a lot of them are bilingual with like Spanish and English. So it's creating a policy that kind of ensures that we have resources to help those communities, to help those populations. And if when we are out doing programming, making sure that maybe a Spanish speaker is always present to jump in if a family needs help translating. That's been one of my service objectives that I've been trying to incorporate into the Focus organization. That's great, because I know a big part of the work the Public Allies does is building up the capacity of all those organizations that serve the community, so it really just expands really to continue to make a difference for folks. Yeah, for sure. And then another piece of Public Allies is often working within those cohorts. You mentioned working with your cohort. So what are some of the things you're doing together with the other people that you're serving with? We have our team service projects where we find a nonprofit organization. It doesn't have to be one of our placements, but an, a nonprofit organization in Racine or Kenosha. And we collaborate with the rest of our cohort members. Our cohort has gone from 10 people to seven people at this point. So it's gotten a little bit smaller. We're in groups of three. So I've been collaborating with some of my cohort members. Right now, we're in the process of developing a plan for a nonprofit organization. We've recently teamed up with the Hospitality Center in Racine, Wisconsin. They do a lot of making sure that they have meal planning for the community. So maybe those who just need a little bit of extra help, they come in and get a meal. And then they also provide prayer service, I believe. 
right now we're in the early stages of developing a plan for the hospitality center. So it's it's been fun to kind of get together outside of our placement hours and get together with our cohort members and kind of brainstorming and like, okay, what are we going to do here? How are we going to improve this already amazing organization? That's great. And then, Lysandra, why did you decide to serve as an AmeriCorps member this year with Public Allies Racine Kenosha? That's actually really funny. So when I found out about Public Allies, I was in the last semester of my bachelor's degree. So I was at Parkside and Parkside holds these career and internship fairs. And I remember signing up with a lot of these and I've signed up for all of them since freshman year thinking something's got to give something like I'll have to find something. Usually nothing really flourishes from them, but it was my senior year and I was kind of like, okay, this is my last chance to go into this and maybe find an employer for out for when I'm done with school. And I remember signing up for some of the most randomest employers. I think one of them was a bank and I had no interest in like the bank telling, but I was like, it, it can't hurt. Right. And I remember having a break in the middle of my sessions, like an hour break. And I saw that public allies had an informational session available during my break. And I figured, okay, sure. Why not? I'm being open to everything. And I signed up for what it was supposed to be a group session. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be a group session. No pressure. I'll be like one of like many people there. So I don't, you know, it's, it's not too much pressure. I click in and I'm the only other participant in there with Octavia, our program manager. And, you know, she starts talking to me really, you know, casually, like, how's it going and everything. And I was like, okay, kind of, I'm trying to calm down because I was like, oh my God, I'm the only person in here. But she starts telling me about public allies and what they do. And she tells me the timeline of everything of, because she's basically trying to build her own cohort. This is her first cohort that she's taking on for Racine and Kenosha for public allies. And I remember after the session, I felt like I kind of this fell in my lap. And it's kind of what I've been looking for this whole time. I really never knew what I wanted to do when quote unquote, when you grow up, I just knew that I wanted to help people. And I started my bachelor's degree in criminal justice at Parkside, thinking that I wanted to go into law enforcement. I was like, law enforcement, they go on in the community, and they, you know, I, I thought they go out and help people. And then I actually started working as a part-time dispatcher. And I quickly realized that is not what I want to do. And that is not the, the path that I wanted to go into. So I found Public Allies. I found it as another way to help the community, another way to get to be a part of the community and hear what their wants are and finding a way to help. And I was just like, this is what I have to do. This is what I was meant to do. It was definitely, I felt like a calling for me. That's wonderful. And such a great opportunity that just that happened to be that you saw the opportunity, then you got that one-on-one -on -one time with Octavia to really learn about, oh my gosh, this is what I want to try to do. Yes. So it was like, you know what, maybe public service is for me. It's been proving me right so far. Lysandra, what have been some of your favorite memories or some stories or highlights from your service so far this year? Recently, my mind went to one of our team bonding experiences. We went out into Lake Geneva for a zip lining and high ropes course. And we like spent the day doing team building exercises. And I knew in the afternoon we were going to do some sort of like zip lining and high ropes. I love zip lining. I just, the height thing kind of scares me a little bit, but I know I've done zip lining before. You just like keep walking until there's no ground underneath you and you just go because you know you're going to be strapped in. I didn't realize it was just a high ropes course. So it's like these steps are just like wooden blocks being held up by trees. And 
I remember thinking like these are some of the skinniest trees I've ever seen and they're supposed to hold me up or they're supposed to hold up this whole course oh my god and of course you, you know we have some instructors telling you like okay you're harnessed in the harness can you know hold up to like 2,000 pounds so you should be fine you know if you do fall off of one of the courses you know you're fine I was like oh god I don't know about this and then I remember I got through maybe the first part which is maybe the stairs and a like a tightrope situation and I was shaking the whole time it was it got to the point where I maybe started to break down a little bit but it was the first time that everybody in the cohort supported me they all were kind of like rooting for me they were like you can do this you got this like don't look down look up here like look at me come towards me walk towards me and they were guiding me through this through this rope course I mean I I I think I only did one part of it and then I just went back down the stairs but still it was it, it was kind of scary at one point everybody at the cohort was there for me and it was one of those feelings where it's like I'm surrounded by such an amazing group of people it was just one of those moments where it's like these are my people while they all saw me kind of break down, but I felt safe. (laughs) Well, that's wonderful to receive that support. Just help build up that cord and build up that team that's working together now. Oh my God, that happened really early on. It's kind of crazy to see how far we've, we've come as a cohort. And then looking at the lessons you've done with the students, do you have a favorite lesson you might have done or a favorite activity you've done with some of your, the students so far? Ooh, that's a good one. I did not see this one coming. We do an advertising lesson with the students where we tell them about different advertisements they might see. And a lot of them, you know, are for alcohol and uh, smoking and stuff. That, you know, they make it seem cool and appetizing and ways that they, you know, want to entice the kids into it. And so we go through the different advertising techniques. And I remember my first time leading a classroom for that lesson. It was during Thanksgiving. So I remember kind of incorporating like, you guys know when you guys are shopping on online. I don't know if you guys are shopping online when maybe a parent shops online, you know, like on Amazon and they tell you just add 30 more dollars to your cart and you get free shipping. And they're like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's one of those techniques that I'm talking about. And then all the light bulbs go off in their head. They're like, oh my God. And I incorporated a jingle section for the advertisement. And it's so fun to hear, like, can anyone think of a jingle that they they just can't get out of their head, you know, when you hear it? I was mostly in the fifth grade classroom. So it's so fun to hear the the fifth graders just kind of start singing these little jingles like the O'Reilly Auto Parts and Gruber Law Offices and stuff like that. And it's like some of those moments where we can have fun in the classroom and they're still getting something out of it. It's so great to see, see and hear. That's wonderful. And it's to help make, give them that connection to, oh, wow, I've lived this and I've learned this. And oh, you're right. That is happening. Exactly. And they're like, oh, my God. They're adorable. That's awesome. And then, Lysandra, what are you looking forward to during the rest of your service over the next year? I've really gotten to know my team service project team members. So it's just two of them. And I'm looking forward to connect even more with the other half of the cohort. It seems like, you know, we we each have our group and we're all meeting separately. And it's just trying to build those connections with the ones that I maybe haven't had a chance to just because, you know, circumstances and we're maybe not in the same group. So it's definitely trying to build those deeper personal connections with everybody in the cohort, because I just know that from what I've heard from other people that have, have gone through the program that they've said that, you know, your team members, your cohort, are lifelong connections if you want them to be, if you make them to be. So I'm definitely striving towards that. That's wonderful. And then do you have any ideas of what might be up next for you for plans after your AmeriCorps term ends the summer? So 
the goal is for a full-time employment. Right now I am working, you know, full-time through AmeriCorps Public Allies. And then I'm on the weekend, I'm still holding on to my part-time job as a dispatcher. The goal is to have that full-time employment, to let go of maybe the part-time job and to kind of just focus on what I'm doing. I would love to be a part of their team, right? I love to be part of like their permanent staff. But if that's not really in the cards or if that's, that's not possible, then I'm totally seriously considering doing another year of service, becoming a fellow in the Public Ally organization. That's wonderful. And then as a fellow, then you'd not only be serving, but also helping doing some leadership with a new cohort. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully Ontavia finds more people to, to join the Racine Kenosha cohort part of it. And it'd be, we had a couple of fellows and now we just have, we're down to one, but I know I really look to her for guidance and for opinions. And so it's just kind of being in that position of, I could be someone who, who helps first years through the program would be pretty great. Thanks for doing it this year. It's a wonderful process to go through and to help make that difference in community. I really enjoy it. And I totally see it as an opportunity to invest in the community that helped raise me. So I grew up here all my life. And it's just about now putting my time and effort into into helping everybody here. Well, Lissandra, we just want to say thank you so much for talking to us today and sharing about your service. Thank you so much for having me. I really actually really enjoyed this. Oh, my God. I don't know why I was so nervous before. (laughs) We're so happy you did. They talked about this and then good luck with the rest of your service this year and then whatever those next steps end up being. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thanks again to Lissandra for sharing about her AmeriCorps service this year with Public Allies Racine Kenosha and giving us another story we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast. Produced by Serb Wisconsin, I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Serb Wisconsin intern, Anna Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember, the S in S-Files stands for service, and you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.